What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Sunday Sauce Podcast, NFL Picks, Week 10. We are in the double-digit weeks. It's getting more and more pressure. Joey keeps his eight-game lead on me. I can't pick up any damn games despite a good week. But that doesn't matter yet. I'm nice at this shit. You're good. Yeah. I got to start betting real money. But again, it's all, it's all just straight yeah, up. Yeah, you bet so. real money, you'll be risking freaking four, no, we'll four to five everything. to one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's still impressive, though, to pick it. Still pick... Picking NFL games is still tough anyway, but that's not all that important yet because we do have yet another one of the homies on the podcast today. Zooming in from Central New York, Brian Torsha. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Albany, New York, by the way. State capital. Yes, the capital of New York. So At least. from people down here, they, they call that upstate New York. I'm, I think upstate is where we're from, but that's, that's neither here nor there. You must be in a great mood, though, Torsha. Your fins are balling. Two a time has paid off for two weeks. What are, you, what, are you, what are your thoughts so far? Yeah, I've been flying fins up. Um, obviously, you know, deal with a lot of tough years, but stay loyal the whole time. And when they do have good seasons, good games, good streaks like this, it's definitely nice to – to fly the fins up and, you know, I think they'll definitely be good in the next two, three years. I love Tua and uh, it's going to be a good rivalry with them and the Bills. I agree. I agree. You're our, you're our second fins fan on, on the pod. Obviously, we had Ricky Barton on a couple weeks ago. He is a leader in the clubhouse. So maybe there's some fins, fins luck Yeah, for you, sir. We'll get right into it though. Thursday night, we're recording on Wednesday night. So tomorrow night, we do have the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. At the time of recording, DraftKings has Tennessee a minus one favorite. Dropped down a point. They were two-point favorites at the Open. Torsha has our guest. We will let you kick it off. Oh, no pressure. All right. Lights are on. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we got the Colts in Tennessee. Um, obviously, Dolphins fan had a lot of ups and downs with Tannehill. Personally, I think the guy's made of glass. I don't like him. Um, he has shown little streaks of uh, brightness, but with the Titans leading the division, um, I think they've been getting a little bit lucky. Colts have a top five defense, and I just don't think the Titans are consistent enough. Uh, Colts coming off that tough loss, and, you know, I think they should have won last week or at least kept it competitive, so... I'll personally be taking Phil, and hmm. I think they'll uh, they'll come out of this on top. And don't think there's going to be a lot of points. I think it'll be a little scrappy, but I do oh, like the Colts in this one. Those AFC South games always yeah. always a scrap fest. Perfect, perfect Thursday night games. Oh yes, um, oh, yes. I'll go. I'm going to go with the Titans here. I do. The way I see it is that last week I think showed a lot for both teams because the Colts look the Colts look bad against the Ravens, and the most concerning part is that I think the Colts are trying to, are trying to lose faith in Jonathan Taylor, and which is terrifying. He's, he's a rookie, but he has obviously some big fumble issues. Um, and as they decrease his carries, I don't really like the guys behind him. They they've been feeding like Naheem Hines and like Wilkins, but I don't think they're that, they're that good. Uh, I think without Taylor being the focal point as he was kind of earlier on, it's kind of losing like the, the versatility of their offense. And on the flip side, the Titans, 
didn't really play great on offense against the Bears. I know the Bears D is pretty good. Um, but I think I kind of think Indy and Chicago are pretty similar teams. They have like again lackluster, decent offense and a really and a solid defense. So I'm gonna go with with uh, with Tennessee here. I think them beating the Bears last week showed that even on an off night offensively, they, they can still take down a good defense. Um, the only thing that's scary here is Tennessee's defense is shaky at best. Um, but the way that the Colts are like they aren't running the ball that great. Phil, he throws quackers every other pass. So, you know, you know I mean, he's it's either going to be an absolute dart or he's going to throw it, he's going to spike it in the ground. So you have no idea what he's going to give you uh, in terms of the last few weeks. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Tennessee here. All right. Before I get into my pick, I do have some breaking news. Mm. The NFL Wars Fantasy League. The uh, Andrew Fox's team name, which he changes every week. <laughs> 68ers and the Jock and Cheeseheads have made a trade. I will be giving up Antonio Gibson and be getting Austin Eckler and Antonio Brown. Oh. Big trade just happened. Bird texted me. He goes, I need to win this week. I need Gibson. Ricky and I mauled on it for hours today. We're like, listen, if we can get – if we think Eckler's going to come back for playoffs, because we're pretty locked in the playoffs right now, to have Aaron Jones, Mixon, and Eckler as our running backs, like – that's the move. So we did it. It's risky. We made three trades in the last week and a half. If anyone knows how to get in their own head, it's Andy Bird. Andy Bird. He yes. needs to make the move, though. Yeah. No, he's up a week scoring 68 points. I didn't think that was possible. Like, Joey, my, my team, and Malcolm Evans team, like, we've each scored under 100, like, once or twice this year. And I thought that was bad. And then Bird put a 68 up. Yeah. <laughs> That was tough. I mean, yeah. I, I score like I score like ninety eight. Let's let's not let's not get carried away here. I was I, I was no. sniffing. I was sniffing a hundred. Oh, dude, Joe, you have you have like three more points than us this year. So we don't we don't score a lot. Yeah, we've just gotten lucky. I know. No, but yeah, sixty eight. Yeah. I never. I, I'm pretty sure Bird has. I think uh, either a year ago or last year, he scored like two hundred and fifty one game. I think he has the most scored, and then he scored sixty eight. And I have never seen that low. With we have two flexes in our league, and he scored sixty eight points. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a lot of bonuses. Yeah. He's, he's going to be so pissed listening to this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, hopefully it pays off for us. Hopefully Ecker comes back healthy. It's, it's worrying me with his hammy, but we're buying, buying low there and buying low. Maybe AB will pop up a little bit. He did, he did have 70% of the snaps in, in his first week there. So we'll see. I'm, I'm a little nervous, but I've sucked in fantasy in this league for so long. Got to take some chances here and there. But getting back to the more important things, I do have Tennessee as well. Um, Joey, I do agree with you. Tennessee's defense is shaky, but I don't think Indianapolis' offense is good enough to take advantage of this defense. It, it's going to be a great matchup, the, the, the Indianapolis defense versus Tennessee offense, because you know how good they stop the run. And Derrick Henry, it's that time of year, as I mentioned last week, where he's really starting to wear down defenses uh, as it gets colder out. But I think Indianapolis is very similar to the Bears, which is a little bit better. But, like, same in the sense, like, their offenses aren't going to scare anybody. It's just, like, can you – dissect their defense a little bit so in my opinion it's going to be kind of a copy and paste game from last week just a little bit tougher for Tennessee and I think they handled the Bears well despite you know only one by one score I think they handled that game pretty well so I'm going to go with Tennessee as well okay stinker number one of the week love to always call those out football team V as Joey likes to call them Washington football team at the Detroit Lions I don't see a spread or anything on the action app right now yeah could be because of COVID. I'm, I don't know if I missed that or not, but I, for whatever reason, don't see a spread yet. Um, 
I'll kick it off though. I'm going to go with the upset, assuming it's going to be an upset. I'm assuming the Lions will be favorites at home. I'm going to go with the football team. Um, I, I always point out, similar to Michael Thomas, Kenny G is a big, big, big part of that offense, and I don't think he's going to be back this week. Regardless of that, whether it's Stafford, who hasn't been playing well, or Chase Daniel back there, that does not scare me. It should scare the Lions, especially with that, that pass rush coming from Washington. Um, both teams have like eh, run games, but that that defense from Washington is solid on both the pass and run side. And I think it's going to be tough for Detroit to to move the ball, and they don't have a run game that's going to help help the pass game. And as weird as this sounds, Washington still has a division to play for, so I think they have a little more motivation than Detroit, and uh, they're going to go in there and get the L upset. The part that I don't get is that Detroit has the run game to do this with. They just like they yep. choose. They choose to give each guy like five carries. They just pick one, pick one guy and give him the ball. Yes, they've invested so a very stupid. high, very high draft capital the last two seasons. Oh my! You drafted great. two running backs in the yes. in the first or second round, and you bring in AP and you feed him. And now that I ain't giving him the ball that much, like like what 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 is your plan here? What players could they have had other than Carryon and Swift? Probably some really good stud like defenders that could help. I don't know, but like running back. Because you know the they're Lions just, always have a good defense, Johnson's right? Bad. He's like he's. I feel like when he gets in, he like he does. He plays like decent when he gets in. Like they just don't. They don't give the. Uh, they don't give the same guy the ball on like three times in one drive. Like just leave one guy in the freaking field. Like, like I don't. I don't. I don't get what they're doing. Um, I, I'm gonna. Go, I'm a sucker for Matt Stafford. I have no idea why. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Lions here. He's on um, your fantasy team. That's why. Uh, uh, I got Herbert now. Get off me, boy. Oh yeah. Speaking of another trade, Joey Coffee makes a move. Fair. I got my I got my new I got my new tight end this week. I got I got Hurts coming in. Yeah, that, that was a crazy Bum trade. Ass. That was a crazy trade. Um. Anyway, getting back to this game. I mean, all all they have to do again, just hey, go just game plan like hey, Swift. We're gonna give you 15 carries. Carry on. Like just pick a guy and just give him the ball. You. How do they want someone to get in the groove getting a carry every other drive? Like that's you're not going to get anybody in the groove. Um, with that being said, I mean Alex Smith came in for Kyle Allen, which R.I.P. Kyle Allen. That that looked, that was disgusting. What happened to his leg? I wish him the best. That looked terrible. And it is obviously it is your legs are completely cursed if you play football or sorry quarterback for the football team because that's two times now when bad things have happened with them. But. Alex Smith played like crap. He came in through three picks. So I, I don't, I just. 325 I, yards though. That's. He threw for so three many, picks. Not a lot of quarterbacks can just hop in a game and throw for 325. I don't I'm care. not knocking the guy, but I, don't, I mean, I don't know. This team, outside of McLaurin, I don't like a single player on this team in terms yeah. of talent wise. Gibson's a beast. I disagree, but. He's a, he's a rookie. He's a, he's a starting running back and they feed him. I mean. Was what does starting mean for that team? You can I mean, walk off the street. This week he's a projected RB one, and the rest of the season he's projected oh RB two. Yeah, according to who? You and Rick. No, look it up. It's like a well-known fact. <laughs> Looking fantasy. Anyway, I'm going with I'm going with the Lions here. This game is going to be stinky, poo-poo, out loud, real bad, smelly. I'm going to go with the Lions, though. I just I, I don't know. I know I picked that. I know I picked Washington versus Dallas. And that's the that's my that's my one olive branch to that team. And I can't I can't pick them again. They suck. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you got, Torsha? Um, you know, if I could bet the tie, I probably would. <laughs> some awesome odds on it. Uh, I did see Lions at minus three on Monday. I don't know if that was accurate or not. 
Um, whatever happens is going to be ugly. I do like Riverboat Ron. I hope he sticks around for a little while. Because, um, again, the Redskins are a pretty young team. Their football team is a pretty young team. Cancel and him. I think they have a chance to be decent in a few years. But <laughs> I'm also a sucker for the Lions. Uh, I don't I know what it is. Stafford can turn it on if he is playing. If he isn't, you know, Chase Daniels, all right. And they're playing Washington. So They got Blau. Yeah. Oh, I like the Lions. House. <laughs> Blau. Uh, Lions first home win, and I would probably lean towards the under as well. If I had to, under 45 and a half. All right. Two, some, some crossfire. It's early on here. Joey and I against Torsha game one. Torsha and Joey versus me game two. I like this. I like this. Okay. If you're not an Eagles or Giants fan or give a shit about the a- NFC East, this is stinker number two of the week. However, it, it, it is a lot of boys. We got a big game right here. This is, this is still it. I mean, I understand they're losing records, but hey, I'm all in for competitive reason, like reason to play a game football, unlike, unlike some other games. You have Philly going to New York and MetLife on that scary turf. You nervous, Joey? Injuries may be coming. The Eagles can play at the most pristine field in the world, and they would still lose seven guys a game. I don't care. I don't care where they play. We're gonna we're gonna get hurt regardless. Fair enough. Fair enough. Eagles three to three say, I'm gonna I'm going first. I was gonna going say first. Eagles for all you gamblers out there. Eagles are three and a half point favorites right now. So as they should go be. ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Miles Sanders is back. Ray Gore is here. He looked good. He looked good before the bye week. Got a little rest. Got got a little game plan there for him now. And our D, our D, say what you want about the Eagles. Their defense is solid. They have a it solid is. defense. Yeah, the defense can, cannot be knocked on. As, same, same can be said about the Giants. Giants defense is actually, I, th- I think it actually is like pretty good. But you got two absolute morons playing quarterback. I think we have the less moron in this game. So I'm going bang, bang, bird gang. Which, I mean, you, I, yeah, I wasn't going to pick the Giants in this. You guys crazy? No, you can't. You're picking the Giants? Yeah. I mean, there's no secret. Both pass offenses have been pretty ass this year. Although I do oh, agree tell, with you. Tell Fulgham that. Listen, so speaking of Fulgham, did trade for him as well in fantasy. I have yeah, we don't Carson care about your team quarterback. Anymore, what? You don't care about your team anymore. Oh, I'm just telling you that the moves are being made and that I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm, I was saying <laughs> they've been asked in the past, but moving forward, there's a bunch of good matchups for Philly in the past game. And I know Giants defense is decent, but this is – one game where I think Philly gets really healthy, highly motivated. Not a crazy travel spot. Traveling right up the road to New York from Philly. That defense is going to be coming for Danny Dimes. We're off the, off the bye week, too. Yeah, off the bye week, super rested. Um, both teams are running it pretty well all year, but I'm just going to go Philly up the bye and the upgrades they've got back in the run game receiving core. Like, they better win this game if they think they're the division champ. So, prove me wrong. Daniel Dimes. Yeah, no, he stinks. Yeah. I mean, you guys are all saying good things. You can obviously argue both sides. I am, always have been a bit of contrarian. Mm-hmm. The whole division fucking sucks. It's oh, yeah. Everyone knows that. Um, but there is still something to play for. Uh, you know, it's going to be one of those games. I think there's potential. We might see a Snapchat with salty bird tears coming down his face. <laughs> the, the birds lose to the Giants. Oh, no. Well, um, last time we saw that, it was after the Super Bowl win. So this could be a different. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see it at the girls' house too much. 
Uh, I'm taking dimes, uh, even the season series, maybe two games in a row with no turnover. Yeah, okay. Um, But there is going to be – I don't think there's going to be a lot of points. And I'm forced to start Alshon in one league, which I don't love. So, you don't love that. But I do think the Giants are going to pull this out. What's on the waiver wire in that league? Not a lot. The teams are way too deep. There's like 10 bench spots. It's oh, ridiculous. Okay. Wow, it's even crazy in the Reno's league? Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Another crossfire. This is going to be a crazy week because we're all going <laughs> for different teams. This is awesome. Maybe we might have our first agreements on games here. I don't want to jump the gun. Jacksonville going to the Packers. My cheeseheads, 13-point favorites. I don't, I'm not going to even handicap it. I'm going with the Packers. I tried digging into numbers for a second to like maybe reason with myself because after the Minnesota upset, I was like, okay, I actually have to like dig into some numbers now and just not pick my favorite. But this is a game I'm just going straight with the pack. Jake Gluten Free looked good last week for for Jacksonville, but uh, yeah, what's this? What's this kid's name? Luton. Yeah, Luton. He kind of balled out, by the way. He had a six spin um, that touchdown he scored, but the Jag- I think the Jags are actually better with him. It, it pains me to knock on Minshew, but they were playing like shit with Minshew on offense. Um, and this guy actually gave him some life. So they aren't going to win. But I think the Jags, ROS, might, they might pull up a sneaky two or three wins with this kid at QB. I think he's, I think he's got more spunk than Minshew has right now. Minshew's all banged up. And I feel like the, I feel like the Jags are just trying to like blame him somehow and get him off the team. I don't know why. I love, I mean, I don't know how you cannot like Minshew, but I think they actually are better with this kid, but I'm still going Green Bay here. Yeah. The Jags have a gauntlet the rest of the season. <laughs> They've given up. Green yeah. Bay, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Minnesota, Tennessee, Baltimore, Chicago, Indianapolis. I don't know if they're winning any of those games. All right, take back that two or three win mark. <laughs> maybe, did- maybe Minnesota. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead, Torsha. Um. Yeah, no, obviously I'm, I'm going with the cheese heads early and often. Uh, if you want another reason not to bet on the Jags, uh, they're 0-10 straight up in their last 10 games that are under 55 degrees out. Uh, oh, it's boy. supposed to be 40 and rainy on Sunday in Green Bay. And Jake it's is going to have some soggy gluten fingers. So I like the cheese heads. A lot of discount double checks. And uh, it's going to be a fun game. That's one in the whim column for all of us. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Tampa Bay at Carolina. The Buccaneers, five and a half point favorites Ooh. as of right now, going into Carolina, coming off a curb stomping by New Orleans. Joey, despite your correct trend pick, as I mentioned last week, you still went with New Orleans. I thought it was crazy, and they, damn, they're back. Because early in the year, I think we were like, who is New Orleans? Like, are, are they kind of done? They are. They, they said, hey, we're back. Big, big back. back. Big back. Yeah. You know who's not, you know not back? AB, the guy you just traded for. That guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to overreact to one game. But, yeah, he, I mean, he was on – like I said, he was on the field for 70% of snaps. Yeah. He, practice, he so. just has – the guy's got bad juju. You can, there's, there's no denying that. He's got some – he has some Something. demons. He yeah. has bad voodoo. He just, he's got, he just, he brings in demons to a locker room. Mm-hmm. They didn't lose because of him, but I'm telling you, like, I don't know. I think subconsciously 
his presence made them lose that game somehow. I don't know. I'll go first in this game because I'm going to go out on a limb here. I liked what I saw from Carolina versus Kansas City. They played a damn good game. So did I. <laughs> they almost won that. They probably should have won that freaking game. Christian McCaffrey, that guy, that guy should. That guy's crazy. In case you forgot, he played football. That guy just comes back, puts up like forty fantasy points, almost again, almost carries them to beat probably the best team in the league, like top to bottom, besides Pittsburgh. Didn't miss a step. They got Curtis Samuel all of a sudden. I was like a like a Pro Bowl receiver, just scoring scoring every game. You got Robbie Rainhands. Still got DJ Moore out there in like the slot. Dude, I think I'm gonna pick the Panthers here. And again, I'm not a betting man. That five and a half, that is that is value with that line. Cause I mean That's what the they want are, you to think, Joe. I, I know. I'm a sucker. I don't bet. <laughs> Tampa, I don't know. Tampa's definitely going to bounce back. They're not, they aren't going to score three points again. But, dude, Carolina looks pretty damn feisty versus the Chiefs. And I think the Chiefs are way better than the Bucks. So I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going with the Panthers. Yeah. Some, some people might think that's value, but I do think the line would have been even higher if Tampa kept the game close or won that game. Um. <sighs> I, I, I took Carolina, too. Um, I, I understand. Like, I, I don't want to – this isn't, this isn't an overreaction to Tampa, like, getting shit on. Like, I know that that, w- that was an anomaly. That wasn't going to happen. You play a seven-game series, Saints-Buck, I don't think they're going to get blown out like that ever again. But I know they lost twice to them this year. But to your point, I, Joey, I, I, I do like the way that Carolina has moved the ball. They have three weapons in the receiving core. Samuel Anderson more even without McCaffrey Mike Davis has still been very very solid they don't turn the ball over so if you keep the ball at Tom's hands like it gives you a chance to be in the game which is what happened against Kansas City as well um I understand how stout Tampa's defense is but I just don't like what I'm seeing I just don't like sometimes what I'm seeing from like Bruce Arians in the in the locker room like he's I understand he's holding like Brady accountable but he called him out again last week and like I, I don't know. Something, something just feels off to me in Tampa this week. And to go on the road after a big L, I think Carolina can take that momentum. Like, damn, we almost beat the best team in the league. Let's go home and put it together again against Tampa. I understand it's a long shot, but, like, I do think they genuinely have a, an opportunity to win this game. I'm going to go Carolina. Yeah, I don't think it's a long shot by any means. I mean, they're definitely better than three and six. Obviously, didn't have McCaffrey for a few games. Um, But I've been watching a lot of Brady over the last (laughs) 15 years. Um, I should have looked up the stat, but I didn't. I doubt he loses two times in a row, let alone get blown out like that. That was embarrassing. I didn't even watch uh, much of the game on Sunday. I did take the – the Saints a couple different ways, and I liked them, but I did not expect to wake up to, to that scoreline. Um, Bridgewater's been steady all year, uh, but the Carolina D is allowing over six yards of play in the last three games. So if you can just get six yards every play, if you're Tom Brady in that offense, uh, you're looking pretty good. And, you know, he's the GOAT. I've seen this way too many times. It's tough. Carolina, yeah, they fought hard. It was close, but 
I think uh, Brady's going to come out with a vengeance, and I do like the Bucks to definitely win this one. I don't know about the spread, but I think yeah. the Bucks are going to win. Probably right. My brain's definitely saying Bucks. My gut, when I open my sheet up, I'm like, I kind of want the Panthers in this game. I don't know. They're feisty. They're feisty. We'll see if it comes about later. The fact that McCaffrey literally came back one game was like, y'all, I got this. And literally almost beat the Chief by himself. Like, what? That, that guy's insane. Is he playing this week, though? I thought he was. Oh, y'all. McCaffrey? Yeah. yeah. He got hurt. He got hurt again. Nah, he's fine. We'll see. Let me look. We can I'm always flip-flop later in the week. Like we, like oh, we shit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, he's not playing. He's not playing. Changing picks. Changing nope. picks. No changes. Going with the Bucks. Going nope. with the Bucks. Show is still going. I'm changing my pick. Flippy floppy. Not playing. Flippy floppy. Oh, Mr. Flopper. You're gonna, pick, you're gonna go with the Panthers <laughs> without him? I mean, they've been I don't I don't really think it matters. I it, it, now, it's not weird, wow. but like I think it does. Don't might be pushing me, Frank. I might come over to the thing. I'm just go. kidding. I'll go I'll go alone on Tampa. <laughs> I'm just telling you, like when McCaffrey's in, they have to like, they they like do everything they can to get him the ball. Without him, they can get more free flowing. Oh, yeah, it sounds it weird, but like yeah. I mean, their, their offense was fine without him too. So like it's gonna be No. Dude, yes, it no. was. Yeah, absolutely was. They, they just went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. Okay. They would not have done that without him. Their offense has been fine the entire year. Their defense has not been helping them they out. three wins. Yes, because to Torch's point, they've been giving up fucking yards like it's no tomorrow. But, yeah, if you look at I mean, their- to say they're better without him is a pretty – I didn't say they're better without him. I just say they can function without him because they're not – I don't know. Trying to give one person the ball function, 35 but, times I mean, a game. I'm not discounting the fact of who Christian McCaffrey is. Obviously, he's the best player in the league. But I'm just saying they have enough weapons, and Mike Davis is good enough to spread the ball around without him. Yeah. I disagree, but – I mean, it's, it is only a five-and-a-half-point spread. I think it, it'll be close for sure. I'm, fl- I'm flopping. I'm going right, to have That's fine. All right, Houston-Cleveland. Cleveland, minus three-and-a-half point favorites at home. Um, I'll, I'll kick it off real quick. I'm going to go with Cleveland. Uh, here's why. I, I do understand both teams aired out. Both pass defenses are nothing to write home about, but the run game is the biggest mismatch here for me. Houston's run defense is one of the worst in the league in terms of yards per attempt allowed. Uh, Cleveland can run all over them. They can control the clock. They can play good defense and force Watson to make big plays because you know damn well David Johnson isn't the answer to uh, to run running all over the place against a good Cleveland defense. So, I, in my opinion, look for their defense to – disguise pressure and force Watson to make plays and fit the ball in tight windows because I don't think they're going to be doing that much in the run game. So, give me Cleveland. What do you got, Torsha? Yeah, I I mean, I don't know how this spreads three and a half. Like, are the Texans... It makes me nervous. It does make me nervous. I watch Red Zone, so, like, my uh, opinions are definitely, like, a little skewed, but the Browns are just a better football team. Like, I think by a good amount. They've got a little extra rest. I only argue the bye week when it's in my favor, so take that for what it's worth. Um, you've got – is Chubb – Chubb is back. Chubb's going to play, it yeah. says, yeah. Oh, he's Chubb's back. back. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's going to play. Yeah, so, I mean, you've got the dual threat. Baker really doesn't even have to do that. Like, no, you can run it more than – like way more than you pass it, maybe two, three times as much. Um, yeah, I think I think Believe Land uh, could win this by a lot. I'll take it a little easy, uh, hopefully with the bets, but I really like the Browns on Sunday. 
I'm on the same page. Yeah, you get Chubb back, you get Hunt, feed them both, keep the ball out of Watson's hands. Again, he's the only guy that's ever that's he's the only threat on Houston. So limit his touches, and this game should be pretty handedly for for Cleveland. They can just they just literally feed those guys and get four or five yards a chunk. Game over. All right. All on the same page. Denver going to the Raiders. Individual matchup. Weird game. Minus five at home for the Raiders. Another that weird minus five spread. That, all, that always worries me because, in my mind, that's a big-time possible upset for the underdog. And you saw it last week with Miami being five-point dogs. It's just, it's just a weird line. That four to five is just weird to me. Um, Joey, we'll let you uh, let you run it back first. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Vegas here, despite the lines, despite the possible trap game. I know Hamler, Judy, and Patrick are all emerging like pretty good receivers for Denver. Locke is playing better. I still, don't, I don't really, I'm not really bought into that kid. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't like the way he plays. He puts up good numbers, but I just like the. Like how he manages the game, I really, I really dislike. It's very sporadic, and it's like I think it's kind of lucky what he does. Um, but the bigger thing is that Denver's run game is trash. Melvin Gordon sucks. Lindsey's not what he what he was his rookie year. They got to divide and split the carries there, so you got two guys running for like thirty yards doing nothing. Um, I do, th- I do think Vegas is a complete team. Derek Carr's a very, very safe game manager quarterback. He's not. Again, he's he isn't going to be the reason why they lose games. He won't throw picks. He has, I think, it's like two or three picks all year. He doesn't fumble. He won't. He won't light. He won't light it up. But if they get Jack, if they get Jacobs going, you get Carr to Waller, get a little groove early on. I, I think, I think Vegas is a, is a much better team, top to bottom, than Denver is. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Raiders here. The Raiders. Yeah. Go ahead, Torsh. Yeah. Again. I've only seen glimpses of the Raiders. Uh, I do like what I see. Uh, Broncos do desperately need desperately need a win. Uh, you know the defense has been playing well, but I don't think they're going to have enough offense to keep up with them. Uh, I do think you know it's good for the NFL that this rivalry starts to pick back up. So I think that plays into the line a little bit. Uh, you know, even though the Broncos might keep it close, I want uh, I want Vegas in this one. And to your point, I think Vegas needs this game more so to kind of stay in the hunt in the AFC. So I think they have bigger, bigger weight on their shoulders than, than Denver has. So they, I think Denver is pretty much dead at this point, whereas Vegas still has a chance for the wild card. So absolutely, they do. Right. That that AFC wild card's in a, a, a tight yeah. one right now, which is just, it's exciting. It's gonna come out of the wire, especially with the extra playoff team. And they might even they were talking about even expanding another team. If there's canceled games, they're talking about expanding the playoffs even further. So crazy. There's teams that are still alive that may not usually be a normal year. So a lot of good. Vegas this yeah. one. I think I think I'm going with Vegas too. I think they aired out. Um, you know, Denver's defense as a whole is, is pretty defense. Or I'm sorry, it's pretty decent. They they always seem to hang around. But that team is like randomly hangs around and covers there. The yeah, they're there, but they can't get it done. Um, I, I think Carr's playing pretty solid right now. I think they should be able to get it done again this week. It's a good point you bring up though, Joe, with the Denver receivers that are starting to emerge a little bit, pretty consistent. Um, but I'm, I'm personally not bought in with Drew Locke even before the season when everyone was high on him. I know he came in last year and gave him a spark, but obviously defenses had the offseason to watch tape on him, and it's, it's, it's shown this year. So I'm going to go with the hot hand and Carr. 
a lot of motivation for them to win this game to your point as well and get the job done and stay hot in the wild card. So yeah. Until I was point about watching red zone. I feel like when I watch red zone, it's like if they go to the Denver game, it's just drew lock taking like a 19 step drop back and absolutely heaving it deep. And it just gets picked off every single time. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All righty. Torsha, it's time. Chargers taking a trip to Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miami, two and a half point favorites. Can Tua make it three in a row is the real question. We will go right to you, Mr. Torsha. Lead you us. Know, before I get started, there is one thing I need. Uh, and it's from Mr. Alfieri. And I think that's a formal apology to the Dolphins. I, 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 gave it, I think I gave it like two weeks ago. You know, I, I haven't listened to all the NFL uh, previews, but there was one in particular where I heard that the defense is poo-poo. Uh, I, used to, I used to dog you guys. I know that, that, that might have been the exact word. <laughs> poo-poo, I think, was the exact word. Oh, probably. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you got to put some respect on their name. I, I, they're, they're good, but it definitely good. Flores has these boys playing. I think that was an awesome move bringing him in. And Frankie, who's the coach of the New York Jets? <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> they can have, I can't even name him anymore. I won't, I won't do it. God, we got rid of Adam Gase. Um, I love Flores. You know, we've got a great young core, one of the youngest teams in the NFL, and we're playing great. Things are going great. I love the tool move. You know, I, w- I want to just talk about that a little bit. I think, you know, he's a natural leader. Uh, he's used to the spotlight at Bama, playing with house money. You know, they didn't want to just throw him in right away. He had some injury uh, questions. Um, but ultimately, they're not going to draft the guy if they're that worried about it. He is the franchise QB. If he goes in and doesn't play good, so what? It was still early enough where it didn't really matter. Uh, but he's getting big boy reps, and now they mean something. So I think it's going to be great for his confidence down the road. I agree. Uh, but ultimately, my goal, my vision for the Dolphins doesn't come for, you know, two, three years from now. So as much as I'm riding the high, I'm going to take a step back. I took a, a deep breath before I took this pick. And I'm going with the Chargers, who have just had too many tough losses, way too many close. All six losses for the Chargers have been within one possession Oh my and God! That's a break against my boys, and I'm just gonna prepare myself now. If I'm wrong, all is well. Oh my but if God. I'm right, I get my pick, and I might come back here for a second show. Oh he is my wrong. God! That's facts. See, this this is why I love Brian Tur so much because he is contrarian. But that's what you need to be when you're betting NFL games. You have to you have to be the, the broader picture and dig in. And I'm with you, Torsh. I'm going the Chargers as well. Oh, my God. They are one of the most unlucky teams. That's for a reason. That's just bad vibes. It's, it's not for – you know what the reason is? In my opinion, it's, it's, it's bad coaching. It's bad clock management because their beat. offense, not even, not even that. It's just like the positions they put themselves in. Like these, it's not the defense every single time. There's ways you can manage the game. There's they blow leads. Burn clock, and they're in the winning position so many games. It clearly didn't matter. Phillip Rivers is there. It did the same thing. Herbert comes in, still doing the same thing. So the only thing that's consistent in that in that realm, in my opinion, is the coaching staff. So um, again, Miami may do it. They probably, they I shouldn't say probably, well, they might do it because they've been playing great football. And they're super motivated, but um, wow. I, I just don't. I don't like Miami's run game and, and run D. Like I know 
Tua is just a damn winner. Like, he just freaking wins no matter what. But there's a chance. Uh, Eckler's not back this week. But I think, in my opinion, it's a super motivated spot for Elliott. Like, dude, let's just string one together. And then we get back our running back. And you never know what happens if they string ones together. And if they expand the playoffs, they might be able to sneak in. But um, I'm going with LA here. I agree with you, Torture. They didn't even get done. But if, if they don't here, like, officially they're done, done after this because you can't. I'm done. done. I'm done picking the tries. I, I, first of all, I love Justin Herbert. I think he is going to be an absolute bona fide freak show in the NFL for, like, at least 10, 12 years. That guy's he's awesome. Him and Burrow are going to be the next, like, Peyton Brady, I think, just going at it throughout, the, throughout the ne- this next decade, and I cannot wait to watch. And going back to Torch's point about me dragging the Miami D, my biggest gripe was they came into the year with, like, so much, like, false respect. Like, oh, Brian Flores, like, defensive mastermind. Like, they get all these guys. And then in the first few games in the year, they played like crap. So that's why but I gave them their due. I think it was like their last week of the show before that. Dolphins are definitely good on defense. Um, obviously, after the Rams game, Tua left a lot to be desired. Comes back, has an amazing game. Um Oh, it was, it, was versus the, it was versus the Cardinals, right? Going head to head with Murray. So, yep. I'm going with the city. Party in the city where the heat is on all night. I'm going with Miami, bro. I'm, I mean, how can I can't? I'm done picking the Chargers until, again, to, to both of your points, that's why I'm not picking them because they just have some sort of bad juju and they just cannot win games. And it's not Herbert's fault. It's, I, I think their offense is, their offense is, I think it's actually pretty good, like really good. You got Henry, Allen. You're going to get Eckler back. You got Herbert. Those are studs. The defense chokes every lead away. And if it's, it's in a close game, I feel like they're always just getting pushed down to their own goal line and they have to make a stand. And they never make the stand. So that's a losing team. They just have a losing mentality. Um, it has nothing to do with the offense. And to Frank's point, it could be the coaching. I think their defense is kind of just lackluster when, when they need it most. So I'm going, I'm going with the Finns. All right. The deed has been done. Torch has gone against his own team. Might be the first week we've. Ever I didn't expect. I didn't expect had the that. guests go against their own their own team, but I do respect it. I do respect. Body it. in the city where the heat is on all night. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the games of the week is next. Buffalo going to Arizona. Arizona two point favorites at home. This one is going to be crazy. I have no idea who I'm picking. Yeah, we have. We have two of the top three passing teams in terms of yards per attempt. They aired out. Both have middle-tier pass defenses. I think Arizona has the run game advantage, not only with Chase – not even Chase Evans. He hasn't been running the ball very well, but just when you have Kyler. I understand Josh Allen's very good too, but Kyler is literally like a chipmunk running around. We've gone over this like week after week. Like you you just can't catch him, and that's going to bode very well here. Buffalo, big win against Seattle last week. Like massive win. We owe, we also owe Bills Mafia an apology because yes, I was I was dogging them last week. I didn't want to pick them, but in my opinion, the matchup like even with how bad Seattle's defense is playing, I just thought they had a good spot. But we're dumb for that. The wagons are circled. Big, big big win. Yeah, um, it's I don't think Buffalo's going to lose motivation here because I I think McDermott's an amazing coach and he keeps them hyper motivated. But the travel spot going to Arizona when I think Arizona needs a bounce back win after blowing a game to Miami that they should have absolutely won. Um, it's tough. And if they may, if, if Arizona made one last weekend, I may have a different opinion, but I think this is a must win for them. Um, Bills fans got their swagger back. Like, 
But a Bills, as a Bills fan, as they know, over the years, you can never get too high. Because when you get too high as a Bills fan, it all comes crumbling down. I'm not saying that was last week. I think that was last week because everyone was like, oh, they're dead, they're done. And they come back and they snapped. I think we'll get to it in a couple games, but I, I'm not that high on Seattle. I think they, not, might, I, I've been off they, of, they might be on fraud alert. I took, oh, I took Arizona a couple weeks ago on these picks against Seattle. I go, this is the time where their defense finally bites them in the ass, and it hasn't been very good for Seattle since. So, But anyway, I'm going to Arizona here. I, it's a long uh, way I'm going to Arizona. I hate doing it again. Two back-to-back week against Buffalo. I'm sorry, Bills Mafia. I don't want to root against you. I just In this scenario, I, I have a gut feeling, which I know could be quite wrong, but going easy. Well, just so I, just so I can make Frank the villain, I'll go, with, <laughs> I'll go with Bills Mafia. So direct all your hate towards him. Uh, everyone back home listening. I don't know, man. That that was that was the game that like I think Buffalo whenever Buffalo is quote unquote good or the fans think they're good, that's the game they go into and get absolutely just cranked. Just do we get busted out of the stadium. Instead, they go they dude, they played very, very well against Seattle. I, I, I genuinely in my heart of hearts thought Russell Wilson was gonna throw for like five hundred yards and do anything he wanted to them. And it just didn't happen. So I think Buffalo, that was, I think that was a turning point, perhaps in their franchise. They've been, they've been down the dumpster for God knows how long now, for, what, 20 years more. I think they're here. I think they go into Arizona. They beat a very good Arizona Cardinal team, with, even with Kyler Murray. I think Drake is practicing. I don't know if he's playing or not. He's not projected um, for any fancy points yet, so that's how I usually track it. Okay. I haven't heard anything else. Either way, I don't know. I just think, I don't know, man. I know Arizona off that loss, they're going to obviously want to bounce back, but I think Buffalo has to keep it rolling. Just that they still have a shot for a one seed in the AFC. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh drops it. Pittsburgh played like shit versus the Cowboys. They might drop a few games now. KC almost lost to the Panthers, so they might drop a couple more. I mean, Buffalo still has a shot for the one seed at this point, and I think they keep it rolling. Josh Allen, Josh Allen shut a lot of people up last week, and I'm very happy for him. And that's going to be an amazing feeling just to go out there. When everyone's saying that you either you, that either you stink or you're a fraud or you're gonna lose by 30, and he throws for 400 plus and gets a win against one of the better teams in the NFC in terms of record wise. So I'm going with Bills Mafia and keep it rolling with the Bills. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I just checked actually as of 12:06 p.m. today. Uh, Drake is day to day. He returned to practice today, so it could be a committee. But I don't know if it makes a big difference. But I'm glad you brought that up too, Joe. Real quick before you go, Brian, of like the the hate towards Josh Young. There's been this carousel of like four or five quarterbacks that are in the MVP race this year. It's been Russ, it's been Rodgers, it's been Allen, it's been Kyler. And then when Brady had those couple good weeks, he got start mentioning again. And the second, like one of those guys has a like one bad week, like everyone jumps on, oh, they're no longer like elite quarterback. Like Rodgers did it against Tampa. Um, Russ has had like a couple picks in his last game. Kyler lost a game or two. Josh had a bad game or two. Then Brady that came on and off. And like, it just goes to show and Mahomes too, obviously. He's someone who maybe never has a bad game. But, like, it just goes to show you how much the media can just, like, piggyback on one bad week and make everyone think, like, the whole world's crumbling. Like, all these quarterbacks are elite and they're all fine. And Josh Allen was going to be fine the whole time. He just had, like, a bump in the road. So, I just think it's hilarious that each week there's that, that elite quarterback that they just rip on and say, oh, they're no longer that good. And this week it happened to be Tampa and Brady. But go ahead, Torsha. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the line is Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals are favored, which I think some people might think is a shot at the Bills. 
uh, and they might have a point. The Cardinals strength of schedule has been really poor all year. You know, they beat the Niners, uh, beat the football team, the Lions, the Jets, and the Cowboys, and then the Seahawks, which I still am not sold on. I obviously have a great respect for the Bills. Being a Dolphins fan, there is a rivalry, but we're kind of in the same boat a lot of the time. So, um, you know, I definitely respect how far they've come. Josh has been blessing the fantasy roster. <laughs> Josh Allen, if you're listening to this, thank you. Um, we've got some more work ahead of us, but I think we can do this thing. Uh, I like where I'm at in fantasy because of you. Uh, it's going to be a good game. I think there's going to be a lot of points. Probably going to be the best game of the week, honestly. Uh, and I think it'll end up being in within one possession. But I do want to take the Cardinals mm-hmm. with a balanced offense. Uh, and I like the Bills so much that I hate them. So I'm going with the Birds. Wow. This I'm, is with you. I'm with you, Mafia. Lots of, lots of back and forth today. Keeping it rolling. Cincinnati going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh seven-point favorites. Some might think the line's a little bit low here. That's Vegas wanting you to hammer Pittsburgh. Oh, Joe, Joe Burrow can score. Yes, Cincinnati's been playing some close games, similar to the Giants, similar to the Chargers. The Chargers are blowing them. I think the Giants and Cincinnati have just been competing. They haven't really blown games. But um, I'm blew impressed. Only Col- oh, that's worth the Colts. They like yeah. a 20 nothing lead or something. That was a big one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed that Pittsburgh's eight and zero. I think everyone is. It's their best start in, in franchise history, and I'm more impressed because if you dig into their offense, it still really has not been that impressive. Like they're not getting chunk plays on running or passing, but I don't think that's. I think that's what they're. They're recognizing they don't have to do that, which I'm not I'm not knocking them for not moving the ball in chunks, but I think they they realize. Listen, we have the best defense in the league. We don't need to take chances. We have weapons on the outside. We got Big Ben, who's a savvy quarterback under center they control the ball they lull teams to sleep they score and they let their defense be opportunistic um they, they toyed with dallas last week if you ever thought pittsburgh was losing that game you thought i'm you a i'm a toy he played like crap <laughs> but th- but dude that is literally the pittsburgh steelers way like it's it's, it's noted that mike tomlin is is the coach uh-huh. that like his team can get up for the, the biggest games and they'll just like I know Still for the games that, that don't really matter. And but I wouldn't pawn it off as that much. They weren't like they're, trying to do that. They were they're cocky, much. rightfully so. But they didn't have they, – they, they knew they were going to come back and win that game. Everyone in yeah. America knew Dallas was in over their heads win that game. Yeah. Right. So, because you gave Pittsburgh a reason to come back, therefore they turned on their switch. So I'm going yeah. with Pittsburgh here. I do like – I think Cincinnati is scrappy. I, I really think they are. And they're going to have to air it the hell out and hope that Joey Burrow doesn't die against his defense. But – um. Big Ben's going to keep these guys ready to beat the Bengals this week, the Jags next week. Like they have, they, they have an ch- opportunity to continue being undefeated and just solidify oh, yeah. their, their chance. So go on, Big Ben. I've, I've picked Pittsburgh every single week. I'm not stopping now. I think the best thing that could have happened to Big Ben was getting put on that COVID IR list because now he gets to just sit, relax for a week and not practice and get some rest. Because these, uh, if you haven't if you've learned yet, veteran NFL players hate practicing and they, they they oftentimes play much much better when they just do nothing all week. So, give him the week off. Put him on the COVID IR list. That's going to do wonders for him. Just get a week, chill, go in, bust up since he, I don't know, going with the Steelers. I want Big Ben in a hazmat suit at practice. Give me a <laughs> shot of Big Ben just in a fucking yeah. – or like a beekeeper suit. Like he shows up and they're like, <laughs> Ben, that's not it. Yeah. 
Like, wearing wearing his boot. Stupid. Yeah, wearing the boot. Yeah. Um, oh man. <laughs> when I was listening to Corey do that, I was dying. Um, he does. He does the best. I know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. But I mean, I've never been like that high on Big Ben. He's just not like to me. He's, he's not. He's not an athlete. He's a good quarterback in their system, but like. If you throw him on a different team, I just think he's not good. Oh, he's a, he's um, a Pittsburgh Steeler. That's all. Yeah, he was, he was born yeah. in that uniform. All right. So yeah, I think they control the game um, with the run. Steelers D has has been fuego. Uh, also on my fantasy team for whoever was wondering. Uh, Nobody. It is going to be close. I think the spread. It'll be within a possession of the spread, one way or another. Uh, but yeah, I think the Steelers are going to get up for this game, and uh, and ultimately go to nine and zero. Love it. All right, Seattle going to the Rams. Another very very big game. Big implications. Torsha, we'll go right back to you. Rams are one and a half point favorites as of Wednesday night. Well, Cotton, the turf is fast. <laughs> um, you can't see, Cotton. <laughs> yeah, no, I think this is a coin flip game. Uh, the Rams have not been able to prove themselves yet, uh, and the Seahawks have not beaten any good teams. They've got the Falcons, who Lord knows what's gone on with them. Um, for the last few years, don't know how to finish games. I just don't think they know how to look at the scoreboard and like manage a game. Uh, they have talent, but they're just not there. The Pats, the Cowboys with Dak, but still a bookie defense. The Dolphins before they turned on the Jets. The Vikings, no consistency. And the Niners. Uh, so I think McVay is going to fire the guys up. I think they got to turn the season around. And the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Uh, I think the Rams, the Cardinals, and Seahawks are all going to be tied for the NFC West at six and three, while there's potential for the NFC East to be in a three-way tie or at least three teams no, at the top it. with three wins. So I think that'll be a good storyline for the NFL. Uh, again, I'm confident in my picks, and I like the Los Angeles Rams. I'm with you. I'm with you. I said it weeks ago. When Arizona played Seattle, their defense is going to catch up to them. Russ can only play perfect for so long. And when he doesn't play perfect, you saw what happened last week. You saw what happened against Arizona. It's only a matter of time, and it's not going to get easier this week. I know golf's been struggling. It's been weird. That's an understatement. Weird year. But this matchup for him is like, this is a very, very, very good matchup. I think he has the weapons to take advantage of it. I know Seattle has the run game that's been – like I don't even know what you call it lately without Chris Carson, but I think he's back. Uh, I just don't think it's going to be enough. I, I think San, or Los Angeles rather can stop him on defense. They have the hey, they have the the uh, weapons and the athletes to hang around with Lockett, hang around with Metcalf if that's even possible, hang around with Metcalf, but try to. Um, I think I think you're right, Torsha. McVay's getting the boys up this week. He knows Seattle's down, and they the Rams need this win. Almost yep. as bad as Seattle needs it, just for, just to solidify the fact. Okay, we can actually play some good football this year. 
I'm going with the Rams. I'm going Seattle. I, I, I have literally zero faith in Jared Goff. I mean, that game versus the Dolphins, again, yes, Dolphins defense is good. Again, they aren't the freaking like 85 Bears. They're a good defense. They're not like this crazy monstrosity of a defense. Jared Goff was just handing balls to guys in the Dolphins. He goes, here, I don't, I don't want this. You take it and score, please. He's stuck. He sucks. I think similar to Carson Wentz this year, we're watching those two guys, same draft class, Coincidence? I think not. They both stink. Watching <laughs> both those guys just completely ruin their careers. They're both horrible. Um, I think Seattle wins big here. They, they have to bounce back versus that. That was a huge wake-up call. As Torchin mentioned, they don't really play anybody competitive like that in terms of like playing someone like like the Bills, who's a very good team, playoff team. Um, and the ones that they have, they, they've dropped the game. So I, I think Seattle has to win. I'm still banking on, on Russell Wilson. You mean Wilson or Goff? I'm going Wilson all day, every day. Um, I don't care how good the Rams defense might be. I think they are pretty solid, but I, I mean, I, after what, after what, whatever the hell Jared Goff did versus the Dolphins, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to ever see him play football again. He's, he sucks. So I'm going, I'm going with the Seahawks. He's going to play well this week. I'm sorry. I didn't want to hear, but he's going to play well this week. I disagree. I think Goff got after it a little too hard in the Miami uh, nightclubs. I mean, he was, I mean, I, he, he was just giving. He was just giving the ball to the Dolphins. He's like, yeah, he was, he was blessing. I almost went to that game, and I was so pissed. I didn't. I was in Florida, and I was like, "Take whether, the fucking three hours." Whether he drive. fumbled it or like his his interceptions, he was just he was just, he was throwing darts in the Dolphins like linebackers, just numbers, just right in their chest, like a terrible game. Yeah, it was wild. I should have gone. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Trust me, I, I've I've seen Carson once drop back thirty three yards this year do two spin moves and get sacked for loss of 40 this year. So I've seen it all. And Jared Goff played pretty bad. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. What do we have here? San Fran at New Orleans, I believe is next. RIP San Fran. Yeah. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to keep this one quick. Yeah. I'm hungry. The Saints look good. I'm hungry too, but this this is this is yeah. I'm just gonna go with the Saints here. Yeah, I mean, the crap. You're gonna play like that the rest of the year. So how about this? The the Packers lost to the Bucks by a million, and then the Saints beat the Bucks by a million. So that does that mean that the Saints will beat the Packers by two million if they play? Because if so, that's gonna worry the hell out of me. Um, but the Saints. I don't think that's how it works. Good. <laughs> yeah, feed feed my boy Elvin though. Also on the fantasy team, in case good anyone morning. out there is wondering. No. We all knew our. We all knew Orleans. Orleans. Uh, yeah, go marching on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Baltimore. Going to New England. Oh, quick for me too. This one is also quick for me. I mean, just just to talk about the spread real quick. Seven point favorites for Baltimore. New England's minus. Or New Orleans is minus nine at home. Uh, New England stinks. Still, almost. Lost to Voldemort and crew last week on Monday Night Football. Oh, Jets. Jets. Yeah. So, um, Ravens going to – they that was an impressive win against Indianapolis. They needed it. Uh, they yeah, needed it. yeah. That was their so. year because Lamar catches all the heat. He loses all the big games. That was a big game. Got to win. Um, Cam, Cam Newton, have fun running the ball against this run defense because it's top of the league. So, the Patriots no, the Patriots are, are, are miserable. I'm going with the Ravens here. Torsh? Yeah, so – I took some of these notes down on Monday before the game, the Patriots game, and the Ravens were minus seven before that game. 
So did it, did it move? why did the line not move after the Patriots gave up 27 points to the Jets? Interesting. I don't like that was mind blowing. To, to be fair, Joe Flacco threw a couple beauties. Oh, <laughs> Joe, go to sleep. The Ravens <laughs> that one to Crowder pass Joe Montana. He did pass Joe Montana. Yards. Yeah, the Ravens. Some people are saying they played the Chiefs and they got people knew who was gonna who was gonna win that game. Uh, but the Ravens' two losses are are to the two best teams in football. Vegas, I think they're trying to make you think way too hard with this line. And Pat, Cam, like Joey has said multiple times, is not good. Patriots forgot how to tackle. Not a good formula to win. Purple birds. Purple birds. Purple birds. <laughs> All right, let's finish it up. This is a divisional, big divisional game in the NFC North. The Vikings the purple people eaters go into chai town bears are three point dogs at home this line started bears minus two started what bears what what happened i got that minus bears minus 2.5 it's now bears plus three how did that happen Delvin i don't cook know elvin cook happened <laughs> i don't know what happened but that is a crazy line flip and it's only wednesday um I'm on Chicago here, but not very confidently. And this matchup is like the Chicago defense versus Delvin Cook, essentially. And like Chicago couldn't even take advantage of Tennessee's defense last week. I don't know if they're going to be able to like do it against a worse Minnesota defense. I hope. Uh, but like, I, I'm going to play this, and this is just a completely stupid thought. But like, Kirk Cousins not playing at 1 p.m., he's oh, off yeah. his, he's that off matters. his, um, what's that? What's that? Like rhythm, his body rhythm. Yeah. Body clock is off, and now he's going to go into Chicago. He's lucky there's not fans because that place would be rocking. Uh, I think Khalil Mack's going to be on his ass, and I think that they know they can just stack the box, and I think they have That's the defense. That's all they have to do. Yes. Don't let him run for 200 yards. I agree, and I think, on contrastly, I think Nick Foles is someone who, like, when a team needs him, he clearly shows up, and this is under the spotlight, and, like, I think it's bear down on Cook. No pun intended. Bring the Vikings yeah. back to reality a little bit. You know, the, the Bears br- got brought back to reality last week. Now they can go back to playing good football. I think the Vikings need to just chill out a little bit. Um, but this this line is just weird to me. Yeah. The fact that it flips. But I'm going to go Bears. Yeah. I was going back through our notes. I've picked the Bears the last four weeks in a row. <laughs> Safe to say that the Bears are like, if I go out to the bar, I get a little, I get a little too drunk. And I see like – I see that blue and orange C over in the corner. I'm like, ooh, we got good defense. Their offense is the, – all right, I think the Bears stink. I think the Vikings still stink even worse. Kirk Cousins is horrible. Again, Delvin Cook is probably the best running back. Him and Kamara, like, like this season, it's probably not even close. But, I mean, all you got to do is like hold him to like 100 yards even. Like give him like, like 100 yards and like one touchdown which is still a great game, but just keep them to that. Kirk Cousins is horrible. Let's get that out of the way. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I am drunk in love with the Bears for some reason. I don't, I don't think they're that good, but I keep like in the games of these matches. I'm, I think I've think gone two and two, so I'm pretty split with them, my last four picks with them. But um, I'm going to go with the Bears, man. I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not betting on Kirk Cousins' primetime one. His only, his only hope is Delvin Cook having the game of his life. Yeah. I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. 
He, yeah, that's Delvin Cook right now. Not... <laughs> Literally. Because if he runs for sub 200, they're going to lose. Yeah. Dude, that, that boy, Madison, can eat too, though. Yeah, well, it's, it's different. with It's different. I know. I know. But I'm just saying, like, if Madison is looking for a new squad and wants to go to Miami, I'd be happy. <laughs> that um, boy, Kirk, is about to get eaten by that. Dude. Yeah. Kirk yeah, is 0 9 on Monday nights. Pretty oh, bizarre. <laughs> I'm not ready to buck that trend this week. I'll tell you I, 10. I like 10. Give me no bears. Yeah, bears. I picked the bears five times in a That's row crazy. in the show. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> That's a wild stat. We'll see if we can. Uh, I, was, I was going through the game today. I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the bears. I'm like, I feel like I picked the bears every single time in this freaking show. <laughs> I picked them five times. I picked the Steelers every week, but that's been yeah. going pretty that's, well. That's been going well. It's been a lock for you. All right, so that's all we have. Again, Joey is up eight games on me for the season. Torsha needs to go near perfect to beat his fellow Dolphins fan, Ricky Barton, and be on the, uh, the bigger show at the end of the year. If he has a great week, we still might invite him back because we haven't figured out what we're going to do yet. We got to figure it out. Um, Lechan- Zach Lachance had a pretty solid week last week, right? Yeah, he 10 and us. 4, I think he won. Yeah, 10 and 4. It's a great week. I'm going to pick up wins on Joey this week. I'm going to pick up wins on the football team. I'm going to pick up wins on – wait, you took Carolina, Joey? Oh, you took Tampa. I'm picking up Locked. Carolina. Locked. I'm picking up on the Chargers. I'm picking up in Arizona, on the Rams. Wow. There's five games this week that are up for grabs, Joey Bird. I'm coming for you, dumbass. Mm-hmm. That's all uh-huh. we got, Torsha. Thank you so much for coming yeah, it's on, bro. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. It's good to see those dimples on screen. Never <laughs> see in person. Um, but uh, we'll see everyone else on Sunday. Keep tuning in to November as well. I know I forgot to mention that from the jump. And uh, keep spreading the word. Keep donating if you can. It all helps. It's all for a great cause, and we're going to continue killing it. My legs are still sore from running every day. But I tell you what, we're going to fight through. So see everyone on Sunday. Enjoy your, your week of gambling on football. Love you all. Stay saucy. Take it easy, man. There you go.